Hi, I'm Charles. I'm Christine. And, and we, we eat stuff. Hey everyone, what's up? Welcome to We Eat Stuff and Talk About Things. The podcast where we find out more about people related to food, cooking, drinking, and eating in St. Louis. My interview this week features Ben Groupie from Elia and Olio in Botanical Heights. When we were recording this, Ben had recently returned from competing in the Culinary Olympics in Germany, where Team USA had placed in several categories. So you can hear Ben talk about that and everything they did to prepare for the competition and going through with it. Thank you so much for listening. Please enjoy my interview with Ben. Hi, Ben. Hello. Welcome. Hey, how's it going? Oh, it's good. I'm doing well. How are you? Recovering. Yeah. <laughs> late night. Yeah, but all is well. Yeah, it is. So it was a late night. Um, can you share with everybody listening who you are? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, my name's Ben Gruppi. I'm the executive chef at Elia and Olio. Uh, I'm originally from St. Louis, Missouri, and I've been uh, been in the industry for about uh, going on 15 years now. Excellent. Yeah. And I guess you brought, well, you have something for us to enjoy and drink. What did you bring us? Uh, this is a little this bit of first. Uh, coconut water. Nice. So a little recovery beverage from awesome. the late night that we had last night. Awesome. No, this is probably not Cheers. <laughs> Got all that. Cheers. Yeah, we're recording this right now. Yesterday was election day. End. Yes. It was a late night. Anyways. We don't need to talk about that. No, we don't. <laughs> Thank you. Mm-hmm. I've never had this uh, kind of coconut water before. You got it from... Um, yeah, we uh, get it from Global. Nice. Yeah. I love that place. That's great. So what else is it? Uh, there's something you can hear lying on the table here. <laughs> I'll take pictures. I'll show you all later. Ben has brought something really cool from the Olympics. Yeah. <laughs> Culinary Olympics. Yes. Okay. Culinary Olympics. Oops, sorry. Yeah, you're fine. So, tell me. What, what is this? What did you have? Um, so, about three weeks ago, um, uh, Culinary Team USA competed in the uh, IKA, which is also known as the Culinary Olympics, mm-hmm. in Erfurt, Germany. Uh, there was 32 other national... Um, culinary teams that competed for the uh for the title of champion obviously of the culinary olympics or whatnot mm-hmm. um it's very similar to the athletic olympics where it's broken down into team mm-hmm. team competitions individual competitions etc mm-hmm. um so the national team the team that i was a part of we um we placed fourth overall mm-hmm. um out of 32 countries wow. which is the highest the united states have placed uh in quite some time excellent um, we achieved gold in both our cold food salon, which mm-hmm. is culinary art, which is food that is displayed at the highest level, uh, everything from petty fours to finger foods mm-hmm. to, um, buffet platters and showpieces and whatnot mm-hmm. to, uh, hot kitchen where we do mm-hmm. a la carte service, mm-hmm. uh, signature three course meal, mm-hmm. um, which I brought the uh, recipe book for you to have. Oh, oh my gosh. Holy cow. <laughs> Uh, and that yeah, was a a la carte. You. Yeah, no problem. Not at all. And that was a uh, a la carte service for uh, about 110, 110 people. Wow. 
Were all those people judges? Uh, no, there was, uh, you know, there's a, a mixture of the juries mixed up between, like, tasting judges that mm-hmm. you never really, they're kind <clears> of <throat> kept out of sight of the kitchens. Okay. It's blind judging. Okay. So there's Got no it. preconceived notions about, you know, yeah. about okay. the cuisine that are going to be sampling that day. Okay. Uh, and then there's uh, parts of the jury that come into your kitchen, monitor mm-hmm. your temperature. Temperature was huge over there. Really? Um, yeah, it was kind of bizarre. As soon as we walked in the kitchen, they asked for our HACCP plan, which has never happened before. So what is that? Uh, it's a, a temperature log and a data log basically stating that uh, your product... Uh, it states the temperature of where your product was mm. when you left your facility or the kitchen that you're huh. working in. Wow. What the temperature was maintained through monitoring, yeah. uh, monitored the temperature in transport, huh. and then the final tra- uh, temperature. Interesting. To, yes. Wow. So really intricate and. Yeah, their uh, their sanitation laws are uh, far more superior than what we have here. Interesting. So that threw us for a little curveball, but yeah, no big deal. Yeah. You persevered. Excellent. <laughs> That's correct. We and definitely... so how many days did this go on for? Uh, the Olympics are five days. Wow. Okay. Um, and we were over there for a total of 10 days. Mm-hmm. You figure two days for travel. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we basically spent three days prior to the first day we competed on uh, securing our equipment. We have a good amount of equipment storage Mm -hmm. that's over there so just kind of collecting all that together it's always a challenge being in a new environment working but then throwing the the pressure of being in a new country sure uh never working in a facility that you were at before Mm -hmm. so there are definitely a lot of challenges um just with you know for instance like our uh our product that we ordered through chef's garden Mm -hmm. was scheduled to arrive the same day that we arrived Mm -hmm. And it got held in customs. Mm. They, f- long story short, they finally released it from customs mm-hmm. the day after we competed. Wow! So there was just a whole logistical spider web that we had to cl- mm-hmm. climb through. It yeah, was pretty crazy. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So you you had a really important part on this mm-hmm. team. Yeah. What, what what were you? What was your role? Uh, I'm gonna back. I forgot to mention this big one here. Yeah. This was uh. uh referring to another medal mm-hmm. this was our uh we won the uh, culinary art championship okay so this was so at the award ceremony they break it down to um basically three categories uh-huh. culinary art hot kitchen mm-hmm. and then overall winner okay so we won uh we were first place in uh culinary art which nice. is which was a huge and amazing accomplishment yeah excellent uh but in regard to my position on the team it was team captain yeah um so I was basically the liaison from the manager, managers, coaches, advisors, mm-hmm. and um, with obviously with the uh, team members. Mm-hmm. So I was my main responsibility was to keep uh, set the standards, maintain the standards mm-hmm. of what we collectively decided as a team. Uh-huh. A lot of logistics went into it, organization. Uh, and an extreme amount of R&D. Yeah. Not sure. just on myself, but kind of making sure that, you know, all the members of the team are, we were all on the same page and yeah. in unison, almost like, you you know, with the executive chef position of a restaurant or mm-hmm. chef de cuisine would be. Yeah. How did you get that? Did you apply for it or were you chosen? Uh, I was selected. Uh-huh. Uh, I was very humbled and honored to have been selected uh-huh. uh, or appointed yeah. team captain. Um a lot of 
what goes into, I would say, the decision-making of it was experience from being involved with the past team mm-hmm. and then just really having a very solid and strong idea of what we needed to do or what really pushing for the ideas of what we needed to do to win mm-hmm. or to perform at our best yeah. best abilities. Okay. Had you competed before? Yes. Uh, so, like, uh, the regular Olympics, the sport Olympics, is this every four years? Mm-hmm. Okay. Was it four years ago that you competed? Yeah, we, uh, the first team that I was involved with, well, I've been competing, which seems like an eternity for mm-hmm. me, but it's only been since 2005. Mm. So really 11 years. Wow. Uh, in 2005, I was a student in culinary college mm. okay. at Forest Park, and uh, a chef I work for, Chris Dessens, uh, encouraged me and really pushed me to do get in, involved with competitions, mm-hmm. the ECF. Um, so I did my first competition in 2005, mm-hmm. and then it just, you know, snowball effect. It just wow. started steamrolling after that. Nice. So it's, to some it may seem like not that not that uh, much time, but to me it's 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 been a long ride. Yeah. And I'm glad it's, can kind of close the books on the competition aspect. Very cool. Yeah. Um, who are some of the other top winners? What other countries? Uh, Singapore took the title. Mm-hmm. Uh, overall winner in the Olympics. Mm-hmm. They also won... Um, kind of going back to your question before with the competition, the culinary Olympics are held every four years. Mm-hmm. And then also every four years, there is a uh, culinary world cup, oh, which is okay. in Luxembourg. Mm-hmm. So Singapore won Luxembourg in 2014. Mm-hmm. We placed third overall. So yeah, they won the Olympics in 2016. Mm-hmm. Finland was second mm-hmm. and Switzerland was third. Gotcha. And then, uh, after we got the points breakdown, because mm-hmm. it's based on a point scale, basically who has the highest points win, mm-hmm. uh, we were 0.16 of a point away wow. from, uh, grabbing third place. Wow. Mm. Yeah. So it was, uh, it was neck and neck all the way. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But you have these beautiful medals. So. <laughs> awesome. That's well, congratulations. That's cool. cool. I mean, Thank it's you. an awesome honor for the U.S. and for St. Louis, especially. Mm-hmm. Were you the only person from St. Louis? I was, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very good. Um, what What do you think is it about you that gave you this position? Why did people want you in charge? I think it was just my overall drive mm-hmm. to uh, really push our food and, you know, the vision that we had of... Uh, um, pushing our food forward. I mean, you have to be very aggressive, but also disciplined mm-hmm. at the same time. You can't mm-hmm. just, you know, um, you, you have to have an idea of what the end goal is going to be mm-hmm. and then have a solid game plan of, okay, what do we need to do to get there? And also, you know, not just with myself, but the other team members and the team managers on what each individual role is going to be. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. How many people um, were on your team? Uh, there was six on the actual team itself. Mm-hmm. But then we had, um, you know, two support pastry chefs. Mm-hmm. We had uh, a handful of coaches. There's one team manager, but then there's, you know, advisors. So all together, just with the national team, there was about 15 people. Mm. But then there was also a youth team that was involved with us over there really? and a military team. Wow. Huh. So all together, I would say, you know, the entourage of competitors was right around uh-huh. 50, 50 wow. people. Yeah. That's really cool. Had you ever been to Germany before? I have, yes. Yeah? Yes. Very cool. So what has this changed at all, your role at Elia and Olio? Or uh, what's going on there with the 
With the Olympics? Yeah. Uh, it is still settling in with 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 us. Mm-hmm. Um, we um, were all very excited about it. Um, I could say that I would not be able to participate in the Olympics if it wasn't for the everlasting support of uh, Ben Perumba and the staff mm-hmm. at Olio and mm-hmm. Elia. Um, you know, because I was absent um, basically... Uh, if you break it down, about a week yeah. every month, yeah, which mm-hmm. is wow. a huge undertaking, yeah. Especially coming into a new job, and you know, I started there in June sure. of this year, mm-hmm. and just having that short window to transition to a new job, learn, you know, how the staff operates, how both restaurants operate, mm-hmm. and then also operate at such a high level on the Olympic team. There was a lot of uh, undertaking with all of that, yeah. But they sure. were, I mean, the I I can't applaud them enough for all the support and uh guidance and encouragement from awesome. from the team at Elliot Olio. Yeah, they're yeah. cool people there. Good folks. Yes, very awesome. awesome. So uh you're from St. Louis? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You yeah. went to Forest Park. Yeah, I went to uh uh Forest Park Community College. Mm-hmm. I've uh, met quite a few people who have gone there. Yeah. yeah. I guess the uh yeah, I was born, uh, was, this is actually my old stopping grounds right really? around here. I used to live over on Lindenwood, yeah. No way. Wow. Yeah. Very so cool. grew up on Lindenwood, move out, moved out to the county in South County in the uh, year two thousand. Mm-hmm. Went to Melville High School, Forest Park, and yeah. here we are. Cool, good deal. Mm-hmm. So, what did you want to be when you were a kid? <laughs> <laughs> That's an excellent question. Mm-hmm. There was a handful of I wanted to be a uh, a fighter jet pilot. Mm-hmm. Top Gun was like one of my favorite movies, mm-hmm. uh, and then you know, a fisherman. Uh, carpenter you know all there was never a specific this is what i'm gonna do yeah i just kind of fell fell into it i guess you yeah. could say was there something that happened like high school or college that made you uh go towards the culinary scene um yes and no i would say that it was the first second year out of high school mm-hmm. i was at merrimack community college mm-hmm. um I don't even know what my game plan was at that point in time. It was just mm-hmm. going through the motions. Um, and I uh, I worked part-time in the winter months mm-hmm. for uh, a catering company. And then it just kind of, you know, through the connections and networking and people that I met, kind of led me to a restaurant in Clayton mm-hmm. that is now shuttered. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's kind of where I got my first taste of a kitchen. I was a, started off as a dishwasher, mm-hmm. uh, just Thursday through Saturday nights, just, you know, working the dish machine and scrubbing pots and pans and yep. getting yelled at by the chef. And then, uh, I met, uh, so the chef of that restaurant encouraged me to maybe, you know, Hey, you might want to check out Forest Park. He kind of mm-hmm. saw that natural ability, mm-hmm. um, cause he promoted me from dishwasher to, uh, Garmage station fairly quickly i was like okay Mm. this is pretty cool yeah uh and then encouraged me to you know hey you might want to check out forest park go Mm -hmm. to school etc i attended an acf meeting and that's where i uh first met chris dessens who kind of really encouraged me and pushed me to uh pursue this as a as a as a career Mm -hmm. uh there was a brief conversation that we had and i uh, took him up on his offer and i haven't looked back since cool good deal um, how many, or where have you been working in town? In town, I've, uh, predominantly been in country clubs. Mm-hmm. Um, just with the fact that I have been competing, uh, in, involved with the Olympic team and whatnot. And, uh, a lot of the clubs will 
uh, the staff is bigger, their budgets are bigger, mm-hmm. they have a little more wiggle room for uh, for this type of extracurricular activity, mm-hmm. if you will. Mm-hmm. So I was uh, I was at Old Warson Country Club for quite some time, mm-hmm. Meadowbrook Country Club for quite some time. Uh, I did my first apprenticeship at the Racquet Club Ledoux. That was under uh, Chris, as we, we discussed. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the second apprenticeship that I did was in uh, the Greenbrier Hotel okay. in West Virginia. Nice. Do you have a special food or drink memory from growing up with your family? Uh, special food memories. Mm-hmm. Or cooking memories. <clears throat> yeah, there was. Uh, it was always the holidays at uh, my great aunt's house. Mm-hmm. It's just the... Uh, I mean, everything was made from scratch. Just the smell of Thanksgiving mm-hmm. is—it still resonates every day, mm-hmm. uh, or any time I, you know, that when you're sautéing your mirepoix with the mixture of the thyme and the garlic and sage and all of that—that that, just that aroma just brings back that nostalgia of Thanksgiving, and it always takes me back to the holidays mm-hmm. with family at uh, at uh, at her house, which yeah. was it was. Just a gluttonous feast. Yeah. As many as many people experience. That's true. But yeah, it was Yeah, that's this is my favorite time of the year. Just yeah. you know, the Christmas in the air, the fall foliage, mm-hmm. the you know, the more heartier heartier um yep. cuisine and whatnot. So Agreed. yeah. Very cool. Did your whole family cook? No. No. Not really. I was uh if you ask my father, I was more the uh, experimental type yeah. throughout high school. Mm. Um <laughs> Many different ways you can prepare macaroni and cheese and uh-huh. ramen noodles and etc. Yeah. But it's never really been. Uh, my great aunt was more of a, uh, I wouldn't call her a chef, but she was a very talented home cook, mm-hmm. and she's very proud of you know the, I guess the lineage and the heritage of the recipes that she's collected from over the years, uh-huh. which was uh, she uh, German heritage. So yeah. a lot of that, cool. you know, was still resonates with me today with just the more classical dishes that yeah. that she would have. Very cool. When you think of the word successful, who comes to mind for you? Successful? Yeah. Hmm. It's hard to pinpoint one. Yeah. Um, someone you know or someone you don't know, doesn't matter. That's an excellent question. <laughs> take, your, take your time. I mean, I always look back to with, you know, someone that I view as being very successful. Is, I always look back to some of my mentors. Mm-hmm. Um it's hard to pinpoint like a single person. Yeah. Who are a couple of them though? Uh, I would definitely say uh, Peter Timmons, mm-hmm. who I admire greatly. And who is um, that? He was the chef at the Greenbrier Hotel. Okay. Um, who's no longer with us, but mm-hmm. he uh, he was kind of like the icon for many of us when we were uh, when we were apprentices. Mm-hmm. Another one would be Rich Rosendale, who definitely helped shape and mold and inspire. Uh, really somebody that I looked up to. Mm-hmm. Uh, my father, hands down, for mm-hmm. sure. So just to name a few. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Very good. Okay, let's go random here. Perfect. What TV game show would you pick to be a contestant on? TV game show? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Yep. The first one that comes to mind would be Celebrity... No, it's not a, it's not a game show. That was a old MTV show. Um, Deathmatch? Celebrity Deathmatch, yeah. I thought that it's a horrible, horrible show, but I don't know why that just popped in my head. Because you want to be a claymation figure. Yeah. Do that. Um, no, it would have to be, uh, 
What's that one with Steve Harvey? I just think it's... Oh, Family Feud? Yeah, it's just obnoxious. I just think <laughs> With your fun. family? Yeah. Yeah? I think it'd be hilarious. Uh-huh. That is always a good one. <laughs> or Jeopardy. But oh. Will Ferrell has to be Alex Trebek. <laughs> <laughs> Do all that? Yeah? Yeah. Okay, good. Very good. <laughs> Do you have an interest or a hobby that no one would ever suspect about you? <laughs> um... <laughs> That's a funny question. Uh, it it seems if you look at the the past trajectory of my career so far, my hobby's been competing, mm-hmm. and I haven't honestly really done much outside of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I do uh, like to collect cookbooks. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoy fishing, but I can count on one hand how many times I've been fishing in the past five years. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would say that. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's okay. That's all right. What are um, some of the cookbooks you have? Or anyone you particularly admire? Oh, I, yeah, I mean, I think the go-to just is a book of, like, a, as a point of reference book, uh, Escoffier. Okay. Um, the old Marco Pierre White books are always just as far as, like, a foundation of kind of ideas. Mm-hmm. But then transposed to now, um the fat duck cookbook is very inspiring mm-hmm. the modernist cuisine books are if you're familiar with those they're very well written well illustrated and just mountains of information that's in there mm-hmm. you know the amount of number of times that i've referenced those it's you know every time you pick up the book there is you know new ideas and something is you know uh definitely learning something every time that those those are brought out for cool. sure very good mm-hmm. you've just shelves and shelves full of books yeah yeah pretty much mm-hmm. yeah drives nice. my wife not to put yeah. it. hey it's okay that's all right it's good as long as you you know you enjoy them you mm-hmm. learn something from them that that's what it is yeah cool do you have any let's say movies or tv shows or documentaries that really resonate with you anything you've seen recently or not so recently um documentaries i'm kind of uh as you well kind of going back on the hobby thing i'm a mm-hmm. i'm a fanatic for documentaries mm-hmm. and can be on any subject and i'm mm-hmm. pretty much hooked mm-hmm. um i really like the ones you know uh i think it's very popular right now the the chef's table documentaries yep. those are those are pretty uh pretty interesting yep um i'm really big into history mm-hmm. uh especially around the world war ii area mm-hmm. or era um more so, yeah, I would say with those doc, those specific documentaries there. Mm-hmm. I don't really watch too yeah. much TV, no. Yeah, unfortunately not. A lot. not. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Yep. Sometimes it's kind of a time suck. <laughs> That's all right. Okay, good. Uh, let's see. Do you ever read any books that aren't cookbooks, or gift any books that aren't <laughs> cookbooks? Uh, or mostly food related stuff. Everything is pretty much food related. Yeah. Or industry related. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of the Charlie Trotter business books have been very inspiring, and uh-huh. um, but yeah, everything's been pretty much uh, somewhat industry related. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Good. Would someone say? So, how old are you now? I am thirty-three. So, say, talking to your twenty-year-old self, what sort <laughs> of advice would you give yourself then? Shut would up. You... <laughs> Keep your mouth shut. Uh-huh. Were you at Forest Park then? Uh, yes, I yeah. was. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was, uh, I did not, I had an issue with authority. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> so yeah, I would uh, if I retrospect to look back, I would just be like, just everything's okay. Just keep your mouth shut sometimes mm-hmm. and listen. Okay. Patience. Yeah. I'm still learning patience. Oh. Yeah. Aren't we all? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Good. All right. Okay. Here we go. If you could have a huge billboard, put it up anywhere, whatever, you, what sort of message would you put on it? Not related to your work or your industry. What message would I put on it? Yeah. Or image. Hmm. <laughs> That's funny. What message would I put on it? If you listen, you have half a chance. <laughs> That's good. I like that. Also sort of tying in, I guess, with mm-hmm. what you would tell yourself. Yes. Yeah? Yes. Okay. Good deal. That's that's a good one. I like that. Do you have anything coming up at Elia and Olio in the future that you're really excited about? Anything happening new? Yeah. We're uh, I'm in the midst of... Uh, putting together new menus mm-hmm. um, at Elia. Mm-hmm. Not that our menu is weekly, sometimes daily evolving, mm. but we're really taking a new, uh, just a new idea with some of the menu items. And then uh, as far as courses and uh, just some of our offerings, mm-hmm. uh, we're fine tuning it now. Uh, we will be kind of releasing some of those ideas coming up in the near future. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm also working on uh, collaboration dinners and uh kind of like guest chef weekends with a few chefs now so uh that too will be in the pipeline in the next few months Mm -hmm. we just want to make sure all the all the ducks are in a row and every all the details are worked out before before some of the information is released but yeah 2017 is going to be definitely an exciting year yeah cool for us yeah have you have there been a lot of changes implemented since your new position there um in regards to the food, operations, yeah. all the above. Yeah, I mean, are you trying to kind of put your own spin on it, or? Uh, I've, I definitely have my hands all over the food, that's mm-hmm. for sure. Um, in regards to operations, it's, uh, I mean, it's it's a well-oiled machine. Yeah. And it's more of what I've been doing, and I'm still doing, is just, instead of, and I've learned from my mistakes, for sure, instead of going in and implementing new systems and new ideas and all of this right off the bat I've been taking I don't want to say I've taken a backseat but I've taken more of a observatory role mm-hmm. and just kind of observing how the flow works how everything operates and then kind of going through and making the tweaks and changes that that we need to mm-hmm. as we're as we're moving yeah. as opposed to bringing the machine to a halt mm-hmm. and then trying to start it back up yeah. again so uh there hasn't been anything drastic yeah um I think anything we're moving, we're definitely moving in the right direction. That's for sure. Excellent. Yeah. Now, are you involved at all with the new restaurant opening up? Uh, with the Nixta restaurant, yeah. I my role in that is more of the way I view it is more support. Mm-hmm. Uh, Teo and uh, Ben have really taken the bull by the horns on that one. It's uh, their vision and uh, just from the food that I've tasted. Mm-hmm. Um, over the past couple of months, it's, it's going to be amazing. They're, yeah. you know, Teo's an incredible, incredibly talented chef and he's got very strong, uh, strong work ethic and drive. So looking forward to, uh, cool. seeing this, uh, seeing this bloom. Yeah. 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 I tried a couple of the things in the pop-up like two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Yeah. Really nice. Awesome. So, uh, 
Ben, where can people find you in person and online? In person? Yeah. Uh, I'm on Instagram and uh, Twitter and Facebook at A Ben mm-hmm. Uh My website it's currently being tweaked uh, as we speak, but it's bengroupie.com. Mm-hmm. And I am at Elia morning, night, <laughs> six, seven days a week sometimes. And where is that located? Elia is at 1634 Tower Grove Avenue in Botanical Heights. Uh, right on the corner. Yep. You can't miss it. Looks Well, looks like a house, but it's actually a restaurant. Correct, correct. Yeah, yeah Olio is a uh, old converted gas station, yeah. and Elia is in the uh, adjoining house right next to it. Sweet. So, all right, last question, Ben. Do you have anything, any asks or requests of the people listening? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Let it down one out. Everybody come down and check out, definitely check out Elia Olio uh, as soon as you can because we got a lot of great stuff coming up going on every day awesome can't wait to see you looking forward to it cool uh well cool ben thank you for coming over yeah thank you for bringing the coconut water this is fun (laughs) i know i'm feeling feeling rejuvenated as we speak awesome well good deal hey guys thank you so much for listening if you're enjoying listening to what we're doing we'd appreciate it if you could help us out with a couple things uh number one the easiest thing Share this podcast, share this episode uh, on Facebook, on Instagram, through emails, through messaging. Just share the episode so that uh, people can listen to what we're doing. We also have a Patreon site. That's patreon.com slash we eat stuff. And we would love to have your financial support to continue everything we're doing with We Eat Stuff. Please tune in next week for another episode with two restaurateurs in St. Louis. But in the meantime, go out there and eat stuff. Thanks, guys. Bye.